to house in Griselda. Come on, just be acting like it's a matter at the white boy because he's the black hockey player. Yo, his no. music don't play in the clubs. Why did it say Eminem? Because he's white. He's white. It's clear he's white. Nobody in my hood. Two youths were ushered dead by unknown assailants in Kingston. Yeah, we back. Welcome back to the Bobcast. It's about to be another amazing, exciting episode. Um, you know what I'm saying? We, we're going to be getting into it. Uh, a couple of things to go over. We, we're definitely going to be getting into it. I'm going to let this rock down. Lonnie B, how you feeling, bro? Yo, what's good? What's good? We finna rock like crack and What's up, baby? <laughs> I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Just ready to get into it, man. How y'all niggas feeling, yo? Uh, Cuz, how you feeling? Yo, yo. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling good, Cuz. I'm feeling good. How y'all feeling? Feeling alright. I'm feeling alright. Uh, Troy, brother. What's good with you? My boy. <laughs> Word. Word. Big, big brother, cuz. I feel like Macho Man, nigga. Okay. Well, are you ready to have a good show, brother? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I want to I wanna just uh, talk about some shit real quick before we get into uh, a couple things on the docket. So I want to ask y'all, what are some, you know, things associated with having a new job? Like first going into a job, what are some things you're looking forward to, not looking forward to? Lonnie, I want to start with you. Like, what's some things you're looking forward to? Yeah, I know. I mean, that's, that's just so funny that you asked that because, um, you know, yesterday I recently started a new job. Um, so I'm looking forward to Okay. Okay. Yo, brother, I want to. I want to shoot to you. What's What's some things you looking forward to and not looking forward to when starting a new job? What I'm not looking forward to is coming in the middle of the pay period. Word. Need that 
since I had a new job, man. I've been working at both my jobs for 10 years and shit. So, when I walk into the place looking, I got a new gig. Like Lonnie said, what the women look like. Who's who, you know what I mean? Who's cool, who's not, you know what I mean? Who I can pop my shit with, who I can't. You know, certain shit, little shit like that, man. Okay. All right, cuz, how you feeling? feel like definitely like what Lonnie said you looking for the holes see, see what the holes look like when you go in there uh, you don't want to come in the middle of that pay period that was another really good point and I just feel like getting a getting a whole new feel for a job like it's it's really an experience in itself I feel like starting a whole new job really is an experience in itself learning where I maybe if you smoke where your smoke spots gonna be where you gonna be eating on your lunch break what's around you it's just like little shit like that that I be thinking about too. Like just just a little shit like that. No, that's a fact. I mean, I feel like you know everybody when they first start a new job, um, they get those little butterflies in their stomach, you know, and it's mad relatable with everyone. So I feel like you know it's a new feeling. Um, My bad, Lane. Go ahead. To some to some shit, man. I'm gonna play a qu- uh, quick clip for you, y'all. Sex offender and former sports doctor Larry Nasser was reportedly assaulted in prison. The Federal Bureau of Prisons confirms an inmate was assaulted at the United States Penitentiary Coleman II in Sumterville, Florida, on July 9th. The Associated Press reports Nasser was stabbed multiple times during an altercation with another inmate. The 59-year-old pled guilty in 2018 to molesting dozens of female athletes, including many members of Team USA Gymnastics. More than 150 women and girls offered statements about his abuse. Nasser was convicted separately for possessing and attempting to destroy child pornography. Judge Rosemary Aquilina said at his sentencing, Sir, I'm giving you 175 years, which is 2,100 months. Twenty one. According to the Federal Bureau of Prisons, the stabbed inmate was transported to a local hospital for further treatment. So, uh, this nigga Larry Nasty was stabbed multiple times in prison. He's in critical condition. Uh, 
Lonnie, would you say this is karma? Cuz, bro, how y'all feeling? That nigga a organ donor. I know some niggas that be kidneys, huh? Right? We cool with that nigga, but let him lay up. Okay. Cuz, how you feeling? Well, listen, first of all, I'm gonna start off by saying this. What these motherfuckers need to do is they need to <laughs> chop this motherfucking dick off, put it in his mouth. <laughs> play y'all a little clip so uh before i play this clip recently i know y'all might be familiar with the boondocks the booty warrior has been released from prison felice johnson uh he's been doing recent interviews no one's been speaking on this now as a big fan of the boondocks i feel like it was necessary i talk about it because nobody else is talking about it and fuck it you know what i'm saying i think it's i think it's kind of funny because it was so crazy to see him come out and really be just like the character. But th- let me just go ahead, just in case y'all niggas did forget who Felice Johnson is. A longtime inmate who practices a very different kind of homosexuality. Well, we have sexual desires, right? So you got a bunch of men locked up in one place. All of them get hard. Now, that might sound familiar to some of y'all who may have seen him on Lock Up Raw. Now, this is from a recent what interview. What bothers me is they got this thing out. Like when I get out of prison, they got me portrayed as if I'm a rapist. Like I just walk around taking Now, he's got a bunch of interviews out talking about more as he goes into depth. But I think it was just shocking to see him out here. And apparently he's saying he ain't never did none of that stuff. They was exaggerating it on the show. I want to ask y'all, how, how, what do y'all think about this? Is it, Do y'all even give a fuck? Is this, is this crazy? I mean, the show 
saying it like that <laughs> the voice is crazy the voice is crazy cuz doing the voice and everything all right moving on moving on fellas moving on man so we, we do got some good news we do got some good news though so um apparently 
my nigga Jamie Foxx has been sighted, seen on a boat, you know what I'm saying? Chilling, smiling like he was having a good time. And uh, my nigga ain't dead. It looked like he ain't going out no time soon. I just want to give it up to my nigga Jamie one time. Uh, did you, have y'all heard about this or seen him out recently? Like in any clips? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna let this rock real quick. I don't know if y'all remember this, but this is this is a classic right here. Across the screen, and I just seen like a little preview, 
Bro, that nigga Jamie Foxx is amazing, bro. Like, that nigga is so different. He's so talented, man. I just want to give him his flowers while he's here to smell. Salute. Word. You never seen um, Ray? Uh, See, I had, bro, but, like, it had been a minute. It's, like, one of those things, like, um, because, you know, I was trying to put all my brothers on to a lot of, you know, black movies, like, Aiden Pool and stuff like that. So they had just seen that, you know, for the first time last weekend. So I was just trying to keep the theme, and, um, you know, I was thinking about putting on Ray Charles. And, bro, that nigga Jamie Foxx, bro, he's immensely talented. I don't think we'll see another person like that, at least within this generation. And salute to the brother. Happy help. Word. All right, moving on. So I want to ask y'all uh, about Threads. So Threads has become the fastest social media uh, platform to have 100 million users in just four days. So I want to ask y'all, do y'all have Threads? Do any of y'all have Threads? Yeah, you know I'm old as hell. You know I'm a dinosaur. I ain't got this. <laughs> yeah, I, I do not. I don't have it either. I, I don't even know what it is. You want to have to explain that shit to me, brother. Well, other than other than the threads and my clothes, uh, I don't know what you be talking about, guy. Oh well, there's a new app, Threads, man. Y'all, y'all niggas should check it out. What are you on there? Hell no. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Uh, I ain't fucking with it, man. I'm just gonna see what, what it turns into. I might. I'm not saying I'll never go go fuck with Threads. What is it though? It's like Twitter. So Threads is apparently is like Twitter. It's made by Mark Zuckerberg. Elon is actually suing this nigga about this shit. He's upset with him about it. That's why they gonna box this shit. Yeah, well, supposedly and other reasons why niggas is talking about boxing. Look at these niggas. They ain't, they trying to get that bag. That's what they <laughs> trying to do. They know they can put that shit on pay per view. I'll watch them niggas fight. Yeah, for sure. I mean, whoever. Yeah. niggas should go check out threads but uh speaking of mark zuckerberg training and shit he was uh what what's the name of them niggas lonnie what's them what's the ufc niggas yeah we got israel at this one yeah and uh alexander volkanovsky um israel you know the current middleweight champion of usc uh volkanovsky just defended the belt last weekend the current featherweight champion how you feel about them niggas lonnie because i know you tuned in with that shit for real like, uh, are they like that for yeah, real, for real? I mean, if, um, if, if, if Zuck is really training with them, uh, they're going to be 
it's really interesting because, you know, Zuck has a lot of videos of him doing uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So, you know, that means, like, his grappling getting right. Um, so if he gets his kickboxing right, you know, Volk and Izzy, the two best kickboxers in the UFC, you know, excluding Alex Bannon, uh, yeah, that nigga's about to be a fucking problem. He's going to beat uh, Elon Musk the fuck up. <laughs> He's going to beat his ass. It's going to be bad, bro. <laughs> so you got, you got your money on Mark. For sure. Yeah, easily, easily. Because he's the only one that I've seen training. I haven't seen Elon Musk do no type of training, no rolling, no wrestling, no kickboxing. He hasn't even been hitting the punching bag. Hold on, Troy. Troy, you said you taking Elon? Serve, nigga. That nigga in the lab making a serve. see him doing that shit though. I don't see him doing it that. <laughs> I don't see him doing it like that. No. I mean, they was they was talking about how that nigga Elon Musk is like kind of built like how Will Smith was on iRobot. Like this nigga's like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, nah, I don't give a fuck if he built like Will Smith or not. That nigga's tall as hell and big as hell. I'm just saying, but a little nigga. I'm just saying, cuz that's, that's just funny as hell. You know how they push that shit in the media, you know, to hype up the fight. Like, oh, yeah. All right, but so uh, moving on, we got a Black Panther action adventure game. You know, it's in the works and it's being um, produced by Cliffhanger Studios. So they're now finally making a standalone Wakanda Black Panther video game. Are you niggas copping? Are y'all excited? What we doing? Features 
you know, Captain America, Thor, Black Panther, um, Black Widow, I mean, The Incredible Hulk. And, um, you know, I'm not even going to lie, because, you know, like on the, um, on the Avengers joint, the Black Panther's whole segment, when you play as him, it's lit. Um, now, the individualized game that's coming out, I, I do hope it, you know, does what it's supposed to do as far as, you know, selling-wise. Um, but I can't say, say that I'm going to get it. <laughs> I mean, I guess I would play, like, a demo, just, you know, get a feel and see how it is. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the most, like, excited, you know, about it. Just certain, just certain stuff, man. You know, I don't know, man. They, it's kind of like the whole even game plan is, is changing now. So, you know, it's just it's just different. But hey, I, I just hope it does what it's supposed to do. I guess. All right, but if they can make it like the Spider Man games, because the Spider Man games for the PS Five are fire. If they can make it like the Spider Man games. Then yeah, I could fuck with it. But anything else, I don't know if I'm getting uh, Black Panther. And listen, uh, please don't take my black card from me. But I never sat and watched the whole Black Panther through. Like I never even did that. But that would be ass if somebody tried to provoke somebody black card for not watching a Disney movie at the end of the day. Because that's what that is at the end of the day. That's yeah, that's like the stereotype. Never convinced the culture. No, but that that's Black Panther. Like that's just part of the movement, though. Like the start of what movement? Nigga, the Wakanda movement. Like our movement. Like nigga, like what is no? That's the Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman is my favorite actor. But what is the That's a good question. Good answer. All 
through to even get the movie promoted through previews. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's, a that's, great that's where a lot of people be, for, be forgetting. People don't be understanding the backstories of a lot of these productions. Now you'll you'll give us a Black Panther and a Wakanda, which means foundation foundation of witches, by the way. Uh, you'll give us a Wakanda and, and a Black Panther and all this fake, you know, imaginary bullshit. But some real shit that actually fucking happened. You know, you don't want that. To, you don't want that to get put out to the masses because you know it's the actual actual fucking truth. And if you have seen the movie, you'll see why. Oh yeah, this is why they didn't want this. Uh, you know, to get out there because. There's a lot of information that you uh, you know will learn and find out in watching that film, even that in the end when, uh, before the credits start rolling. So you know it, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like you know they'll give us a bullshit instead of the real shit, and that's a fucking problem. Now I understand what you're saying, Sean, for sure. But like you know, Black Panther, uh, Black Panther still had you know its own movies, and then it was part of the Avengers franchise, which made it even more popular, bro. Like, and it put a black person with the other Avengers. Like, I feel like, you know, even though it's, you know, it's fiction, it's fake, whatever, it's movies, it's still important for, for black people to have representation, you know, across meetings. Uh, My nigga. You know, My nigga. That's what I was going to say. That's why I even unmuted my shit. But that's facts. Representation is real important in those areas and shit to make them kids feel like I got somebody who I want to be. Nigga, because when I was a kid. Right, exactly. Like, and I used to draw myself. I used to want to be the Green Ranger, nigga. That nigga was a white man with long hair, nigga. <laughs> like, that's who I wanted to be when I grew up. You know me, a white man. Everybody I wanted to be when I was a kid was white people with long hair, nigga. Shawn Michaels, all the motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 For kids to have a black person to look up, look like him, you know what I mean? Got the fro, got the style, got the swag. That shit is very, very, very it's tremendous. It's needed. But all I'm saying was that shit ain't, you know what I mean? It ain't big enough to feel like you should revoke a nigga black card. You feel me? That's a Disney movie. Everybody's seen that shit. Like, that shit ain't no motherfucking, like, cultural movie. It's just a big-ass movie that black people was in charge of making. True, Troy, but like you said, though, it did a lot for, you know, black youths. Like it made it made it look like it was possible. Like you don't have to just keep looking at people like you know, Spider Man or Captain America, Iron Man, people like that. Like you know, a black person can be a superhero as well. And you know, you know, we're growing having this conversation. You know, like we're adults. Like we understand what it is. But you know, just for the kids, bro, and that's what it's all about. Like the the, the children are the future. Oh no, this is All right. <laughs> Justin Jefferson, right, of the Vikings, he did not include Kirk Cousins in his top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Who he did include, this, I mean, this really doesn't matter, but I'll give you who he did include. He did include Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen. My question to y'all is, and I only want this specific question, uh, let's not stay on track here, right? Is this fucked up that he did not mention Kirk Cousins in his top five? I think it is. I mean, well, look, cuz, uh, 
in, in, in a way, I see why you're saying it would be fucked up. But then, in the same breath, it's like, you know, niggas got their own, you know, list of players that they, you know, admire, that they played with, you know what I'm saying? You know, that I guess helped them advance throughout their career. And even the ones that they might have had a good run with that, you know, us as a fans would think that, oh, well... Yeah, they would. They, he, he definitely has a Kurt, a Kurt Cousins down in his uh, in his list, you know, because they had a great run together. And then, of course, you know, they, he says the list and he doesn't mention it. It's like, oh shit! I was like, yo, that man has every right to have his own, you know, list, regardless of how we feel. But hey, man, teach his own, man, teach his own, cuz. Uh, brother, you familiar with uh, Justin Jefferson? Yeah, that's his quarterback right now. Right now, 
whatever you say is going to be a talking point. And you don't have your current quarterback in your top five quarterbacks in the league right now. That is a problem. That is a problem in the locker room. That is a problem. That might be a problem on the field. Like, I mean, Justin Jefferson, he's him. So he's going to get open, whatever. But, you know, I'm saying that it, it's an issue, bro, because you have to you have to back your quarterback, bro, at the end of the day. Like, I've heard people, nigga, Terrell Owens talking about Tony Romo is his quarterback, bro, to the day he died. Word. And he was crying about that. Tony Romo's that nigga, bro. Like, he's one of the top three wide receivers of all time, and he crying about motherfucking Tony Romo. Good point, Romo. man. That was another good point. Lane, I want to I want to pass it to you real quick. What's going on with Tyson Fury? What's going on? What's up with him? Yeah, so I want to I want to go ahead and formally announce that Tyson Fury and uh, UFC former heavyweight champion of the world Francis Ngannou have agreed to a day for the uh, the boxing event um, October twenty eighth in Saudi Arabia. Um, I'm very happy for him. So I just want to say a few things real fast, and then you know I'm gonna pass it to the floor. Um, I want to say I'm proud of Francis Ngannou. I want to say that, you know, I'm very deep in the MMA community, and there's a lot of people that doubted my man that said that he wasn't going to be shit after he left the UFC, that he wasn't going to get no money after he left the UFC, that people weren't going to be interested in him after he left the UFC. And look at him now. Look at him now. He is one of the um, the, co- uh, the co-chairmen of the PFL. He runs PFL Africa. That's the professional fight league for anybody, you know, out the loop. And he's about to go get that Saudi money. He's about to go get some billionaire money, some oil money that he been deserved. And salute to Francis Ngannou. I always believe in my mans. And, you know, I just want to leave it at that. Africa, we on top. Salute to the bull. And he's making it look like it's possible for everybody worldwide and anyone that has a dream, man. Salute to him. So, wait. This nigga, are they fighting UFC star or boxing? No. So, it's going to be a 10-round boxing event. Um, There were rumors that, you know, it was going to be a no-knockout rule. Um, one of my most credible sources, Ariel Hawani, salute to him, said that it's going it's going to be um, just straight boxing, bro. Like, people can get knocked out, people can get dropped, people, you know, the fight can get stopped, this and that, woo woo So, salute to Francis Ngannou, who's a warrior, and he's jumping into the square ring, and I hope he make it do what it do. Salute to Ngannou. So, if he, so Tyson Fury knocks him out, uh, then what? Cuz, you familiar with, with one of these niggas? With either one of these niggas? I'm sorry, could you, uh, could you just, uh, re- re- reiterate, um, 
for fighters again? What's the names? Yeah, we got uh, Tyson Fury, yeah. um, the WBC heavyweight champion. Right. We got Francis Ngannou, the former UFC heavyweight champion. Oh yeah, I got I got Big Tyson all the way, man. Um, you know, I I I've been keeping up with him, you know, since before uh, he and Deontay Wilder's little you know trilogy. Um, you know, because he bro, he took out one of the bullies in the heavyweight game and Vladimir Klitschko. You know, so um, you know, I knew he was a problem, and you know, he actually, bro, he actually made a name for himself. You feel me? Because them British boys, bro, they get that booze in them, and they will fight you for the rest of the night. I'm telling you, and he is one of them. Word is blowing, bro. Yeah, I got, I got Tyson all the way. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited, but I, is this, is this going to be one of those fights where it's, you know? I guess it's going to determine a, a tally on his record in the one-loss column, or is this like an exhibition for pay-per-view? What, what type of fight? Yeah, so um, it, I think it will count as a win or loss on you know either person's record, but I do want to make it clear that the heavyweight championship that Tyson Fury holds right now, the WBC championship, will not be on the line. I've uh, I've been hearing reports that it will not be on the line, and you know it makes sense. You know, like it's more about the exhibition fight, but you know. Um, this fight deserves to be on one of their records. Just... Okay. Brother, you familiar with either one of these niggas? Yeah, I know them both for shit. Um, since they boxing, you know, you gotta go with the boxer because them niggas is used to a different type of defense. When you come from, like, an MMA world, you used to a whole body type of defense. You used to trying to counter a nigga shooting in on you or trying to kick your legs or some shit, so... I think he gonna be in there fucked up. I think he gonna be in there dropping his defense low. Tyson Fury gonna be punching that nigga in the face, dabbing him all night and shit. And that little nigga, he gonna get mad and try to rush in on him or some shit. But just to what Lonnie said, he's an animal though. He's an animal. So I don't know what happened because they punching, they fighting. So if he punch him in his face, he might drop him. So it's just gonna be a good fight, I think. You know, just like Lonnie said, I'm happy for him. Shout out to the boy for doing what he did because he definitely, he grinded it out. I watched him do it for a long time. So, shout out to him. But I think the boy Tyson Fury going to take him out since he's boxing. I think he's going to jab him to death. Jab him to death and get him out of there. So, hold on. Let me let me ask real fast. Y'all think it's going to be a knockout? Like, you think Tyson Fury is going to knock Gano out? I feel like it would have to be some heavyweight shit. Heavyweights don't ever really go the whole joint. I mean, they make it to like 10 rounds. It is a 10-round fight. But I think since it's a 10-round fight, they going to come slugging. You know what I mean? Just like you said, Tyson Fury, he ain't... That nigga knock niggas out. I don't know. I heard somebody say he ain't... Where he just be putting his... He don't really be punching hard or some shit like that, putting your weight on him and all that. He do do that. But he tie you out and then he club you with one of them right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you feel me? And then once he club you enough, your ass is getting out of there. And no, he do that. He do that. He he get in there. He like a big ass Neanderthal, nigga. He like yes, he the one. And he and he has a great chin. Let's not. Yeah, he's the bad. one. Not even that. If you you just gotta keep on knocking his ass down. Yeah, that's that. But it is what it is. You feel me? Shout out to them niggas. Hope I hope it do what it do. I'll be watching. All right, word. 
So, moving on, man. My man Tony Yayo recently, uh, I think he did an interview with Mav Hoffa. So, he's claiming New York drill scene is more dangerous at this point than Chicago. Now, we know we both seen both of them in the news, multiple shootings. It's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, but I want to ask y'all not to compare two evils, but if, if y'all was to call it, um, would you say, like Gayo said, drill rap in New York is a little more dangerous than in Chicago at this moment? Anybody else want to speak speak to this topic? No, I'm good. I mean, you know, British for both those cities. Word. All right. So I was recently uh, discussing something with Lonnie. We was talking about how rappers, when they get out of jail, they drop some of their best music. Like, we just hear some of the hardest shit ever. 
when, when niggas first get out of jail. Now, I can name a million songs, you know, that are good songs when niggas first get out. But I want to go ahead and um, play a little something. What I think is one of the best. I'm fresh out of jail, fresh off of bed. One of the best verses, one of the best songs. This is one of the hardest verses ever. All right, now I want to ask y'all, what is some of the hardest, you know, first day out songs y'all think a nigga has ever dropped? Lonnie, let me, let me know. What you thinking? Ooh, first day out? I mean, damn, okay. Or fresh back on the scene, however you want to put it, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Then Gucci was doing the first day hours before that nigga T. Oh, okay, person for you. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm actually closing the show with that. It's called I'm Back. T.I. I'm Back. Shit was the hardest shit ever. Second hardest song, in my opinion. But is that better than the song he did with Timberlake, like, going in? Yeah. It was the better. It was just as good. It's the going in. Wait, I was traveling around this world too long, so... Dead and gone. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, that was that shit, but nah, I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. Troy was thinking of the same shit I was thinking. Yeah, that's my second favorite. Y'all got any other Troy? Can you think of another one? Yo, cuz, can you think of one? Okay. 
Did y'all want to touch on that side, uh, Troy? Yeah, real quick, real quick. I'm going to say this just because it was Grammy nominated and shit. But I'm going to say Remy, Remy Ma. She came home in the Hall of Fame. Remy Ma. Oh, yeah. So shout out to oh, that. Yeah, good shit. Did you just Google that? Okay, I just thought it was uh, something interesting just to think about who really dropped really good music when going into jail. Or, you know, going into jail, getting out of jail, just dropped some fire songs. But uh, before we close, I just want to let y'all know a little quick music fact. And y'all just tell me how y'all feel about this. So, Little Uzi Vert now joins Drake and J. Cole as the only rappers to ever have every one of their studio albums go number one. So... You have Uzi now sitting next to the likes of Drake and J. Cole when it comes to studio albums going number one. Is that a surprise? Uh, how yeah, do you guys feel? Yeah, surprise. Um, how many studio albums that nigga got? Little Uzi Vert has like five or six studio albums all went number one. He's got like five or six. Like, so we talking about like number one on Billboard? Like yes, number one on Billboard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's y'all guy? Ain't, ain't that one of the greatest rappers? Nigga, I'm not, you're not asking me that shit. Uh, nah, I'm just asking the people, bro. Whoever want to listen to this. Man. I don't know who he told you. Where's y'all man at? No. K-Dot is, is another one of them niggas that's kind of like meek for me. Let's know? stay on Uzi, though. Let's stay. How do y'all feel about Uzi being next to J. Cole and Drake on this record break? I mean, if he doing it, if he doing it, that's what's up. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I know me for one. If I think some shit ass, it don't even fucking matter. Because it's a million other people that love that shit. I think that shit ass. But it's number one on the billboard. <laughs> number one on the billboard. So what the fuck can I say? I'm happy for the little nigga. He a little nigga that could have been running around trying to steal your purse. Now he ain't number one on the billboard. Shout out to that man. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Danny, y'all, y'all wanna? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah I, I, I just wanna say real fast. I mean, you know that that's a um that's a really interesting stat, bro. Like, I would have thought people like um maybe Future had been up there. Um, I know Twenty One Savage goes down with his albums nowadays. Like, you know, that's a really interesting stat. Um, I'm happy for Uzi. He definitely deserves it. And um. You know, I just can't wait to see more from him, man. Like, I heard he's dropping uh, another mixtape at the end of the year. Word. And that shit's, you know that shit going number one. Well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's what he get into. It's funny that you said something about a mixtape, because I heard he's getting ready to drop another studio album. Like, he has another one locked and loaded. Um, But, yeah, because to add to what I was saying, yeah, I'm not surprised, because uh, I don't know. For some odd reason, I feel like not enough people speak on you know, his hold on the youth, you know, like how, like, Juice World and, you know, Triple uh, X, you know, artists like that, you know, uh, when Uzi came out with the, uh, with the, push me to the ass, all my friends are dead, like, the kids loved that fucking song, you know what I'm saying, and that alone, that alone kind of, like, solidified Uzi and who he was, and, you know, I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't too much on Uzi until I had went to uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, and there was a, a, a party in one of these frat houses, and um, 
New Patek. They played New Patek. I had never heard the song before. But man, what that fucking shit did to the party was fucking remarkable. So I was like, all right, as a DJ, I got to get this little nigga his credit. So, you know, um, yeah, as an artist, you feel me? He, he does what he's supposed to do. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I shit, him, him surpassing K-Dot, Future, all, I ain't surprised by none of that, man. You know, it'd be artists like him that got to like blossom, you know, like that, that fucking weed out the concrete. For motherfuckers to be like, oh shit, you know, but yeah, Uzi been working crazy as hell. So, Trent said a shit, man. More kudos to him. Word. Alright, well, I did want to ask y'all is there anything else that y'all wanted to go over, cover, talk about? Let me know what's up. Yeah, I just want to say something real fast. Um, it's a little personal. Um, I just want to say, you know, salute to my nigga Act Belly. Um, he's got some good news. He might be coming home in uh, 14 months. It'll be a couple years that he's So salute to my nigga with that. I also want to say that, um, you know, rest in peace to one of uh, my grandfather, um, Oliver Hill Jr. Um, I just had a celebration of his life. We love you, Baba. And, um, and, and, and there's a lot of we went around a circle and spoke about our favorite moments with my grandfather and I just want to say that he was one of the smartest people I ever met like you know I used to ask him questions that I thought would you know stumble you know that you know I would ask him like what's the meaning of life what does love mean things like that and he would give me a real answer that would really help me along my path on life you know raising a boy to the man that's a fact, man. I, I definitely uh, want to follow up with that too, man. Baba definitely showed me a lot of love, taught me a bunch of shit, and uh, yeah, definitely shout out to Baba, man. That's a fact. Um, well, if uh, if that's it, man. If y'all ain't got nothing else to say, man, that's that's all for me, man. I want to appreciate you. I want to say I appreciate y'all for uh, fucking with me, man. Thank you. Thank you. Word. Hey man, y'all, don't be a stranger, brother. Pop in this bitch whenever you want, man. Another amazing episode. I, I got y'all, man. I really appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Word, man. But uh, I appreciate y'all niggas, man. We out of here, man. It's the Bobcast, man. Nah, this is that shit.